Hello, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our YouTube channel. <laughs> our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that focus on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, communities, and relationships. Our YouTube platform provides us with an opportunity to have discussions on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures in order for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower East Child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, that also translates as recreating and co-creating spaces, both socially and politically, that enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, please definitely be sure to check out our website. The link is under my finger. Definitely check us out. We do drop thought pieces every other Sunday and we have one scheduled to drop this Sunday. Um, so definitely check that out once you're done watching this video. Now, as is the YouTube convention, please be sure to subscribe. Hit that post notification bell so that you're aware of every time you post. And of course, if you like our conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this video. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another video this week with a focus on mental health. This is video number two, and I'm so happy to have you here with me today. As the video suggests, as the description denotes, um, this video is about making peace with stillness. And this is an important video coming at exactly the right time. Uh, this is a concept that I have to reintroduce to myself personally, um, fairly cyclically. I make peace with stillness and then, you know, we get into conflict and then I make peace with stillness. So I decided that this time I need to focus on specific behaviors, tenets, and values that allow me to not just make peace with stillness, but also to maintain peace with stillness. I am someone who is a mover and a shaker. I love movement, I'm always on the go, and I find that I get agitated in moments of quiet and in moments of stillness. I find it's very hard for me to keep still. And it's funny because I'm comfortable with silence, but not stillness, and it's definitely taken my entire life for me to reach a point where I finally started to cultivate a toolkit that allows me to sort of embrace a certain degree of comfort with stillness and everything else, of course, is a work in progress. But I think the learning that I've taken, especially over the course of the last year and a half, two years even, is that progress is still taking place 
even in stillness. Stillness is not an indication that momentum is losing ground. I define stillness specifically as those moments between relay, so those moments between action and reaction. This video is about me sharing some of the values that I've adopted that have helped me to keep calm in stillness. And not just keep calm, um, to keep calm and to stay confident in stillness, recognizing that my actions are creating ripples and creating momentum even if I don't see the effects of them. So here are a few strategies of mine and hopefully they are of help to you. So the first one is when you're finished with an action, give it a specific period of time or a timeline where you anticipate a reaction and then forget about it. Um, and this is really important because oftentimes when we act and when we do something, we're caught in a period of consternation and we're stressed out and we, we maintain a certain degree of anxiety until we get a response back. And I found that it's important to know that when I act, when I do something, when I put something out into the universe, I have to trust that it's gonna come back to me when it's supposed to come back to me. And even if I don't know the what it's supposed to, I can give an approximate timeline and give myself permission to live in peace and to do other things while, you know, while people are at work or while people are figuring out what they're gonna do with the information I put out in the universe. So I think this is about recognizing that reaction takes time and it taking time doesn't mean that, uh, it doesn't mean anything wrong, right? Waiting doesn't have to be stressful. It's only stressful because we experience this anxiety in stillness. And I think that giving a timeline and then giving yourself permission to focus on other things, recognizing that whatever happens, whatever the outcome, you did your part, you acted and you will react accordingly when you get the appropriate response. My suggestion to you is once you act, give it a timeline, maybe mark it as a reminder in your phone and move on to the next task or just move along with your day. My second tip for today is that everything after action is momentum. So whether that's an answer or a non-answer, whatever the outcome is information that I can use to maintain momentum and to keep moving forward. Appreciating and valuing all of the feedback that you get from the output you put, regardless of whether it disappoints you or not, is super important, especially if you're trying to build something beautiful or build something big. Recognize that momentum only slows when you slow. So I've learned that everything that I get back, even if I get back silence, is information that I value and that helps me to keep moving the boat forward. So that is a mindset shift that has helped me definitely in the stillness and also helped me in when, when I don't get a response or if my response is silence. I, I've learned that that in and of itself is information and that's information that I can leverage and, and leveraging that information gives it value. I think this leads us to my third point, which is trust yourself. Trust yourself, you know, trust the actions that you take. Trust that you know what it is that you're looking for when you put something out into the, <laughs> sorry plant. Um, you know what it is that you're looking for when you put yourself out there in the universe. And I think that also means don't bother acting until you're sure of what action is of value or what action makes sense. So this is, this coincides with that idiom or it's kind of like a saying that people say is like, if you don't know what to do, do nothing. It's better to do nothing and to ponder and to really weigh out the appropriate trajectory so that when you act, you feel confident and you can trust yourself that that was the right 
move to make, regardless of what the outcome was, it was the right move for you to make at that juncture. I believe firmly that self-doubt is a time waster. It wastes us so much time and it burns a lot of energy as well. So self-doubt is something that we're gonna do away with in 2021. We take the time that we need to feel sure that regardless of the outcome, this is the right action for us to take. We weigh that out, we can articulate why that that's the right action for us to take. And then we take that action. And that involves facing your fears. You know, Whatever they are, take courage, be brave, and take the hard road. Sometimes life is about taking the hard road and taking those hard lessons. They provide a lot of growth, a lot of knowledge, and a lot of wisdom, even if it comes with some scrapes and bruises. And I definitely have my fair share of those. So I always will tell anyone, take the hard road, the uphill road, the, the unbeaten pathway and figure out all the different ways that you show up for yourself on those pathways, on those trajectories, trusting yourself that you're going to get through, make it over to the other side and you're going to accomplish what it is you set out to do. Just make sure that you align your actions to your values. That's super important. And whatever happens, you keep pushing forward. My last point, so point number four, is confidence is in action, not reaction. And this is something that we all need to like get a really clear understanding of. My confidence is not built on the yeses or on the positive affirmations or responses that I get from other people. It's not based on external validation. My confidence is based on the actions that I've taken to support myself and to propel my dreams forward. The actions that I've taken to put bring my dreams or my goals or my vision into reality, regardless of how people see them or what people's opinions or views of those dreams are. Confidence is built on your ability to keep your commitments to yourself your ability to see your growth as you push through towards the things that mean something to you. Confidence is built on valuing all the things that make you an individual and that make you stand out and living your truth and breathing into all of the things that make you unique and never trying to diminish or to make yourself smaller to fit into the fold. That's where confidence stems from. So for those of you who, who think that confidence is built on external validation, that can disappear in a moment. And it's nice to get a compliment here and there, but the better compliments are the ones that you can give yourself based on the ways you've shown up for yourself and the ways that you've been there for yourself. I've always been someone who, you know, like, not to say that I don't value the opinions of others, I definitely value feedback, I, I value constructive criticism, but my pathway is blazed by my own vision, by my own ideas, by my own thoughts on how I would like to see myself show up in the world around me and how I would like to see my impact in the world around me. And I don't always know for sure how my actions translate. I think in my last video I had to, I, I apologize. I didn't have to, I wanted to apologize. But all of that is growth and learning. And I have confidence that builds every single day because everything that I do is aligned to who I want to be and how I want to show up and the way that I want to provide impact, regardless of whether people validate that objective or not. I find so much reward and so much fulfillment by living my dreams out loud and, and doing the things that I've always wanted to do, even if they're not 
the convention. They're not the tradition. A lot of what I've done in the last year and a half has definitely been me stepping way outside of my comfort zone and I've only cultivated confidence in folds and folds as a result of it, right? And that doesn't mean that I haven't struggled. It doesn't mean that I haven't had periods where of sacrifice. I think the more that you align with your values, the more your actions align with your value, with your values, sometimes that translates as making sacrifices and um, changing the way that, you know, you view even the things that you value in life. And I don't think that those things hurt because you feel so good about the path that you're on and you feel so aligned and you feel like you're so true to yourself and true to your core um, that everything's going to figure itself out. You know, you just have to maintain that truth, focus on growth and recognize your confidence stems from what you do, not from what <laughs> your confidence stems from what you do, not from how others respond to you. How others respond to you is like the, the come and go of trends and waves. It's always going to shift and change depending on how they think they're supposed to respond. So focus less on what others see, focus more on how you see yourself and on how you would like to see yourself and show up that way. So that was this video, making peace with stillness um, and, and the different attitudes that build into making peace with stillness. And I think a lot of it is confidence. Um, I think what all of the points that I made in this video drill down to is, is cultivating confidence. And in that confidence, you're okay when things are really crazy and there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of feedback and there's a lot of things that are happening. But with that confidence, you're also able to maintain a degree of, of dignity and decorum when you hear nothing and when it's quiet and when the silence is deafening. Either of these things both represent momentum, it, it represents progress, you're still pushing forward, you're still moving forward towards your dreams, just trust the process always. So thank you again for tuning in. If you've made it to the end of this video, you know what I'd like you to do. Subscribe, definitely like, comment, and share this video, and meander over to the website. Subscribe to the website as well. And also, I haven't said this in previous videos, but give my Facebook page a like. I'm trying to build my likes on Facebook, so if you happen to meander over to the website, um, and also to my Facebook page, give that Facebook page a like. Um, and make sure to follow me in all my social media channels. You'll find them in the description, in the description below. So all of that to say, I hope you all have a wonderful, beautiful, purposeful day. And until next time, see you soon.